Welcome to Gotta Cast Em All, the Foul Entertainment Pokemon podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about the results of Martin and Darren's very first challenge, uh, the Scramble Run. Uh, in lieu of any actual news, uh, we're still waiting on this month's Coro Coro for Sun and Moon news. We pretty much covered everything Sun and Moon there is to cover for now, mm-hmm. after the big information done from last time. So today, this is a much more... Uh, show-based podcast, as it were. This is about us. This is about our experiences with Pokemon, going through Pokemon X, uh, doing the scramble run, which means, of course, Darren picked my team. I picked Darren's team. Sorry, I should give you a chance to speak. Hello, Darren. Hello. You okay? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. You carry on. Uh, I'm nervous about this, are you? I am very nervous about this, Maggle, because I, I committed a, a fair amount of my time, whilst on vacation, no less, um... I was stuck in a caravan with no internet, so I had no choice but to play my Pokemon for most of the time. But, um, yeah, I sunk a lot of errors in this, and I'm somewhat, I was somewhat confident until you started flapping your gum. Yeah. Um, admittedly, when I realised what I was going to do um, with with the run, I started getting more confident, and my final time, I think, is definitely in the running to topple you. I, I think this is the strongest performance I have had, Pokemon-wise, against you. Because whenever we battle, I always lose. But yes. but, but being prepared and, and using situations to my advantage is something that I am good at. Okay, uh, Maggle. Which, which I'm looking forward to. So I'm just going to minimise that so you can't read that. Um, so first, we're going to regale each other with some tales of our triumphs and miseries using yeah. this so just to clarify your team was my team was Delibird Spinder uh, Plusle uh, um, um, a, a, not a Garbodor Trubbish um, a Goldeen and an Illumoid and my team was a, a Molga that was my flying type a Diglett which was my ground type Corsola which was my water type and then the other three you picked for me were Cricketot, Sunkern, and Smeagol. Mm-hmm. And now bear in mind, for those who may not have listened to when we uh, did our draft pick for this, uh, but we got all of these Pokemon at level one um, as soon as you are able to trade Pokemon yep. in. Uh, and we went from there. It was a challenge to beat the game as quick as we can. Now we're going to get more into how we figure out our final times mm-hmm. and doing the results. In a little bit, but let's talk about the run. Let's talk about how we got from le- a team of six level one Pokemon <laughs> just in Santaloon City to oh, becoming wow. the Pokemon champion. I'm going to tell you about the first thing that happened. Okay. The second I exited the Pokemon Center and went to challenge... Uh, I didn't actually mean to challenge a trainer. I got caught by one. My entire team, every last one of them, got one hit KO'd by a level five Bidoof. <laughs> Do you know how much of a kick in the dick it is to have your entire team wiped out by a level five Bidoof that you could do nothing to stop? <laughs> My God, I was like, what in the hell have I let myself in for? See, this is where I think at the very start of the game I played it a little bit more smartly. First thing I did, which you thought I wouldn't do, mm. is turn off battle effects. That's, that yes. might be 
my ace in the hole. Well, I, so I know off, you. I know you did. I did mine, but I didn't tell you about it or clarify if we could do it, hoping it would be my ace in the hole. For at least the first one, I could be a little bit cheeky. But yes, we both turned the text on to high speed. We both turned the battle animations off to save time. Um, so it levels the playing field considerably. In my first battle, went surprisingly well. Corsola just did it all. Right. And then I was, because Corsola was able to knock out trains. See, what I did is I, um, in getting to Santaloon, you have to go through Santaloon Forest. Mm -hmm. So I took the path where you only have to battle one trainer. Right. So between starting the game in Vanderville Town and getting up to Santaloon City, I battled, not counting rivals, two trainers. Right. This left a lot of the trainers in Santaloon Forest available to beat. Now, the one who is outside the forest is the easiest one, but you have to battle him, so he's down. So I essentially just got... I I bought a few repels, and I walked through the path of least resistance, basically. Mm -hmm. I then went back, um, and again, Corsler did surprisingly well at level one. Right. And then Corsler became my switching character for the other other five. Yeah. So it was a case of I'd throw out Cricketot, and then immediately switch to Corsler, because Corsler Mm -hmm. can actually damage them. Um, And from there... It became apparent who I was going to be favouring. Right. Out the gate, Corsler and Emolga presented themselves as quite formidable, mm-hmm. which was weird. I knew Emolga was going to be good. Non-evolving Pokemon, I found in my run as well, tended to be stronger early on. Um, because the, the Inherently, because they don't get enjoy a stat boost from evolution, I think they just tend to start off with better stats anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my early favourite was Spinder, who was just a wrecking ball. Like, I could throw him into any situation and, and my Spinder would take care of it pretty much no problem. Whereas my Goldeen and my and my Trubbish were very brittle. Yeah. Um, so that, that was interesting to see that early on we both had favourites. Mm-hmm. But did they become favourites by the end of your run? No. Who was your powerhouse? Um, Seeking was my powerhouse. Wow, really? Seeking was perfectly fine. A, a, a ve- he had Ice Beam. Um, so I didn't have to rely on Deadly Bird. Um, he was super quick, like ridiculously quick for a, for an opener. He was my powerhouse. Garbodor could get it done. I think Garbodor was probably the strongest of my Pokemon. But oh my god, Maggle, did you know what you were doing with weak armor? That is the <laughs> possibly the worst Pokemon ability outside of the one that Slackoff has, <laughs> or the one that um, Regigigas has. Ever. Because every time he takes an, at- a, an attack, a, a damaging contact-making attack, it reduces his, his defence. It raises his speed, but he, he, I didn't need that. It lowers his defence every time he's hit. <laughs> and it just wasted time. that I had to keep being reminded that he was getting weaker. Oh my God, did that annoy me. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> Jesus. He was useful because the, the latter game, there's a lot of fairies to knock out, and Garbodor could just make... like. No problem with fairies. Um, the so that's the problem because there's a, the sixth gym in uh, is a fairy gym, and that's the only time that I could see a poison Pokemon was useful, other than against uh, Gardevoir, really Mega Gardevoir. Yeah. Uh, other than that, that's why I intentionally chose a poison Pokemon for you because they don't have much bearing else on the meta game. No, but. Toxic was available to me. Not a quick way of playing the game, admittedly. Yeah, but you were at least dealing little increments of damage. That's the thing. You gave me a flying Pokemon that couldn't learn fly, but Imolga has static. 
Which yeah. means I didn't have to learn Thunder Wave. Yeah. Which saved me so many times. Did the non-flying thing slow you down? No, I'm going to tell you all about what how I fixed yeah. that because it was genius. It was. I imagine genius. it involves me. It does, but it's 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 just what I did was genius. Right. Okay. Um, well, yeah. The, the 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 tragic truth is, my playthrough wasn't all that different from a normal playthrough. I wasn't really hampered at any point by. You know, an unstoppable gym or, or a particularly hard set of, you know, caves or challenges. I, I pretty much blew through everybody. Yeah. Same. Thanks to, again, them all being traded in Pokemon, which accelerates them anyway. An XP share. Plus XP share meant that I pretty much, I didn't find it, I, admittedly, early going was a bit rough when I had to keep relying on Spinder's um, Dizzy Punch to get me out of situations. Um, but once, once I had Seeking and Garbodor, admittedly, Deadly Bird had to be dragged along. He eventually became okay because he's got Hustle, which is a really good ability. It makes his, his uh, accuracy a bit crap, but he's got power. And I taught him Aerial Ace, which you can't miss anyway. And it ups his power because he can only learn present. I didn't even know this. He can only learn present. He has to be taught everything else. By TMZ. So I have to teach him Fly, I have to teach him Aerial Ace, Ice Beam, the works. Um, he was fine. Seeking God, I've said, are already good. Um, Plusle, sorry, Plusle was really good. Plusle, because I went for the Plusle because he has more attack than, than the defensive-minded uh, Minim. Plusle was like, tank. See, that's why I thought you were going to go for Minim. That's why... No, no, no. I, I was thinking I need to prioritise attack if I'm going to do this game quickly. Because playing a defensive strategy is a good idea, but it's not a quick idea. No. Plusle was awesome. Plusle was like a Raichu. He could just wipe anything out with Thunderbolt, like, straight away. Um, yeah, it... Deadly Bird... So, Spinder and... Who am I forgetting? Spinder and Illumite. Illumite's tried. Illumite's had... He could fight dragons. But it, it was a slog to pull them both through. And it just, yeah, slowed me down no end. I was really interested to see that my biggest hurdle early on, I'm talking from gym two to gym four, was being over-leveled for the gyms. Now, this is a problem you said you didn't run into, which I'm surprised. I didn't. I had battles in the gyms where my Pokemon would not listen to me. Which was frustrating to all hell. That's very odd. And it was always the Pokemon I was going to rely on. Which right. is crap. So, uh, at Gym 2, it's the Rock Gym. Mm -hmm. And do you think I could get my Pokemon to listen to me? I'm guessing not. No. So, I had to had to do a lot of switch-ins uh, to Pokemon that would listen to me to get them over the precipice and then like switch back didn't work right gym three. Oh god what's gym three um can't remember can't remember electric no that's gym five right by gym five everything was fixed because you get badges very quickly after gym five like you go you get a gym five you get the badge you go direct to the next town and get the fairy badge and then go directly to the next town and go and get the uh psychic badge yeah and then there's like and then the games just starts to wind down because you've got to deal with uh, Team Flare and all that. Yeah. But when the gyms were really spaced out and you had to go through the frigging caves, yeah. my Pokemon weren't listening, which was a really big problem. <laughs> I I was I somehow managed to get them to a point where they were Charizarding me, and it was really, really not fun. I never had that problem. I tell you, who never had that problem? Mm. Fucking Smeargle. Now, Darren, you said. Just wait for Smeargle. Mm. And here's my thing. 
when I messaged you saying, oh my god, I have got the best plan for Smeagol. Yes. Smeagol was, at that time, God Killer. Right. I nicknamed him God Killer. <laughs> nice. Um, so I learned him tackle just so he could do something yeah. at the gate. But Smeagol, if you didn't know, only learned sketch every 10 levels at level 1, 11, 21, etc. Mm-hmm. And he will only learn sketch if he hasn't already learned it. If you know what I mean? Right. So you need to have a slot. You need to have slots open or have four moves that aren't sketch. Mm-hmm. I missed two levels. I missed 21 and 31. And all he had was tackle. And I think... I don't know whether he had flamethrower at that point. He right. must have because he was god killer. Because I learned him flamethrower. Okay. Uh, this is where I must admit that my strategy involved a little bit of cheating. Um, because I, there was no way I was going to swap out Tropius every time. Mm-hmm. So I put I, I bought Tropius along for a double battle in Lumio City. And I taught Smeagol fly, so I didn't have to go and fetch him. I then taught... Sorry, go on. Hang on a minute, Michael. Did Trophius use an attack on another Pokemon? In a battle I'd already won. I specifically made sure it wasn't a trainer that you have to beat in the game, or a trainer you have to beat in a route. I took them to one of the restaurants in Lumios, and I will tell you now, I did this every time. I went back to Lumios... With my flying Smeagol, which I want a comic made out of my flying Smeagol. Like, he's a magical pony flying <laughs> oh, through the God. sky. Um, so I went and used the uh, restaurant Lenar in, mm. in Lumios to go and initiate uh, some triple battles. Mm. Which is completely optional. You don't have to do it to advance the story. Right. You don't have to do it there. But okay. I went back there and I got him to learn fly. I got him to learn flamethrower. I got him to learn moonblast. Right. And I got him to learn Iron Head. Okay. So, basically, he became the ultimate baby. Okay. Unfortunately. I do like that word. Smiggle stats suck so bad. So bad. His speed's fine. His speed was absolutely on point. He was getting attacks in Mm. before the enemy. But he couldn't do anything about it. Past level 40, he was fucking useless. He became a utility. Also, you thought you'd really piss, like, like really set me up for a fail with the HMs. The HMs spread wonderfully across my team. Mm. Really, really well across I the know, team. Fly was the only one I was concentrating on because that's the only one that can really slow you down. Surf not really going to slow you down. No, I had course were on my side, and yeah, exactly I didn't so. teach, and I intentionally didn't go exploring in certain areas because I didn't learn waterfall. Right. Didn't need to. Turns out you can get right. through the entirety of Victory Road without Waterfall and without Flash. Mm. You only need Strength and Surf, and that's mm-hmm. it. And Rock Smash if you want certain TMs. See, thankfully Seeking learned Waterfall naturally. Um, so there was that. It wasn't in the rules that you couldn't use Trophius. The rule was only you had to finish the Pokemon League with the Pokemon that you started with. And again, it was non... I, even, I, I could have been a complete dick... Mm. and use the double battles that were in routes to learn these moves. Okay. But I intentionally went to Lumio's head to respect. You've been smart there. I'll give you that one. But I knew Smeagol was shit. I knew. See, the Z- thing is, early game, he's really good. Mm. When he Because the, the, out of the four moves I wanted to teach him, which were Fly, Iron Head, Moonblast, and Flamethrower, he learned yes. Flamethrower first. Right. Fucking hell. 
He took out a lot. He single-handedly took down the third gym, the grass gym. Right. He, he took it down by himself. Every trainer and the gym leader, Smeagol, one hit them all. Nice. Unfortunately, after that point, he started sucking really hard. See, Zim, my friend from America, when I told him what your scramble team was, he said, why in the name of all that's good and holy did you give him a Smeagol? Because Smeagol can learn anything. And I went, yeah, but he's not going to be learning all that great moves. And if he can get him all the way to, like, Yvettel with a sketch move in tow, he can learn Yvettel's special move. And because he's very meta game thinking, you can think you can teach him like rule of time and all of these amazing. Uber yeah, attacks. Y- you can teach them the signature moves. As Which you can, but there's no point. No. What's his name? Zim. 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 If you do listen to this podcast, awesome for your input. But in X and in this scramble run. I have one aim. That aim is to get to the end as quickly as I can, which means understanding the opponents that you face. At no point is it beneficial for me to learn Yvettel's moves. Moonblast, however, mm. from Xerneas, yes, a, a strong special fairy move. That's what you needed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and the other thing, uh, I was like, oh my Christ. Like, I was, I was, because, okay, Xerneas, when you got to Xerneas, yes. what did you do? Um, I ran away. You ran away? Or did I masterball him? I may have masterball. I masterballed him. Okay. I didn't use the masterball. Well, no way. I didn't masterball him. I think I might have caught him in a Pokeball. I did. I didn't with two moves. I caught him in a Pokeball. I did it in less time than you. Wow. One quick ball. Damn. <laughs> it's a strategy that I have always used since uh, Dialga. I caught Dialga in one quick ball when I was playing through Diamond. Hmm. And I was like... Holy shit, this strategy works. And this was the first time attempting it in uh, in the scramble run. Like, I didn't have to reset. I, mm. I, di- I didn't redo anything. I didn't turn the game off to redo a section at all. Right. I did it all in one clean run. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was like, Zernius, I was like, right, I'm not going to use the Master Ball in case I want to go into the game and catch Zygarde to put on the GTS. Mm-hmm. Or I want to go and catch something else. Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, and then I didn't expect to get him in the first quick ball. I was like, yeah, mine. You know what was even better? Critical capture. Oh, damn. It was a critical capture in a quick ball. He went, king, clonk, clonk, mine. I had Xerneas. Well, damn you, Michael. It was it was surprisingly quick. I thought I was going to lose a lot of time on the uh, Team Flare base. Mm-hmm. I really no. didn't. Played through it. Yeah, straight through the Team Flare base. So, no, no real problems. How did the Elite Four go? Elite Four was a mixed bag I'll say that Mm. I one hit all of uh, Mulvers so the fire types went down because Corsola yeah I pretty much I had to trade out a few times for um, what's his name Uh, is it Wickstrom the steel guy yeah yeah. I had to trade out a couple of times but they were all one hits Mm -hmm. Seabold all water, mm-hmm. that was very easy as well. Emolga, yeah. Emolga, or indeed uh, Sunflora by that yeah. point. Oh, my Sunflora strategy. This is where I can bring up the list. I planned out every single fucking move for these Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I looked at... After the game, after like I got the thing, I sat down, I went through all the things they can learn, and all the TMs that they can learn from, and I formed the perfect set of moves. So... God Killer Smeagol I've already covered. He had Fly Flame, Throw Up, Moonblast, Iron Head. Corsola ended up having Surf, um, 
I went back and forth on Ice Beam or Blizzard, and I stayed with Blizzard. Mm. Um, Power Gem, which is a rock move, and I gave it Aqua Ring for health regeneration, which I never used. Right, okay. And in my entire run-through of the Elite Four and the Champion, Corsola didn't need healing. Okay, good. Which was good. That being said, it was level 86 by the time I beat the champion. So you know. Damn. Uh, Sunflora, I went through and decided that I was going to make use of its special ability. Um, So, he ended up learning Sunny Day, Solar Beam, Sludge Bomb and Giga Drain. Nice. Because its special ability is during the effects of Sunny Day, it doesn't need to charge Solar Beam. That's not a special effect, that's just Solar Beam. Solar beams like that across the board. Yeah, the solar power up thing though. That's what Sunflora has. What's it? What, what's Sunflora's it? Oh, is it power up some some solar beam. Does it give more power to solar beam? It gives more power to solar beam and makes it an immediate use at the cost of I think ten HP a turn, something like that. Right. Okay. So it became just the I'm a firing my laser Pokemon. Right. Gotcha. Uh, Doug Trio ended up learning uh, Earthquake, Home Claws, Sucker Punch, and Shadow Claw. Right. This was specifically because Earthquake, because Earthquake. Yep. Home Claws to make it more powerful, because Dugtrio was kind of a glass cannon in some yeah. cases. Um, Sucker Punch, because I needed a powerful dark move. Yeah. Uh, and Shadow Claw, and go- yeah, Shadow Claw, because I didn't have any ghost moves. And I wanted to have all bases covered. Imolga, who was my second most powerful Pokemon, and easily the most reliable and sturdy. Yeah. Imolga took hits like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up learning Thunderbolt, Aerial Ace, uh, Charge, and Roost. Right. Roost really helped me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it meant I didn't have to waste time with items. I didn't have to do a lot of messing. I Pokemon could, Center visits, etc. Yeah, Pokemon yeah. Center visits, etc. I could just use Roost in a battle and carry on in the route. Right, okay. In fact, I don't think there was a single time after entering a route, I turned back to use the Pokemon Center. That may have saved you time. That may have saved me time. I ploughed forward. I didn't buy any Pokeballs, mm. really. I, bought, I think I bought. I think I bought ten Quick Balls and a couple of Ultras, just in case of shinies. Yes, because you never know. You do. I've never seen one. But no, no, no. But I've heard they exist. I've seen they exist. Yes. Not for me though. Uh, oh yeah. Cricketot mm-hmm. was fucking wank. <laughs> was it really? By the end. Yes. It was the bringer of doom. What did you give it? I gave it X-Scissor, Strength, Brick Break and Sing. Okay. You would not believe the amount of Pokemon I put to sleep and then one hit. Oh, damn. (laughs) Sing immediately immediately puts the Pokemon to sleep. They don't have a chance to move. And then either coming in with Brick Break, Strength or X-Scissor, depending on the type. Krikatune. I hate that Pokemon. Yeah. Probably was the most surprising thing in my run. Okay. Was stupid effective. Is that all of them? That's all the moves. Uh, and in, just to wrap up the Elite Four, I had some problems with the Dragon one. Okay. Uh, and the champion was a clean sweep up until Gardevoir, mm-hmm. where she knocked out my Doug Trio because I was, forgot about... It goes dual type, so I was using dark moves against it, mm-hmm. which was only normally affected, which was a stupid move. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it one hit... Cricketune. After Cricketune was the bringer of doom throughout the entire game. Yes. Cricketune got fucking one hit KO'd by Gardevoir. Right. And then Imolga finished it off. Okay. Well, I'll tell you my moves first. My Seeking, which was my lead, my 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 White Knight. Uh, I, I must admit, I didn't really think outside the box with most of these attacks. Well, some of them. Um, Waterfall, Surf, Supersonic, Ice Beam. 
Ice Beam was there because I didn't really want Daddy Bird to be my only hope against against things that are good against Ice. Uh, Supersonic, it's always good to confuse people in Stars and Down. And Waterfall was just pretty good. Garbodor, uh, again, pretty standard. Toxic, Gunk Shot, Sludge Bomb, and Explosion. I never used Explosion. It was there as a... If know, all else fails. If all else fails, we can at least blow up in the face. Daddy Bird, again, simple. Ice Beam, Blizzard, Fly, Aerolace. Um, Alumizer is where I started to... I used him as a utility. Bug Buzz. Shadow Ball, which for some reason he can learn. Um, she can learn. Dazzling Gleam, which was my go-to... Um, fairy move. Fairy move. And Zen Headbutt, who had a psychic move. Spinder, meh. Teeter Dance, which is... Causes confusion, 100% accurate. Hypnosis, because I wanted something in there. Brick Break, I didn't think I really used that. And It's a powerful fighting move. And Yeah, and Psychic. Uh, psychic. And Plusle had Thunder, because I really wanted just... In just in case. Exactly. Thunderbolt, Thunderwave, and Nasty Plot. Oh! One Nasty Plot, and Puzzle could kill all. Nice. And Darren means all, unless it's a grand type. All. He could just steamroll everything. He was awesome. I kind of feel like if we weren't playing with Pokemon that were traded in, and we disallowed ourselves using the XP share, mm-hmm. I think we would have had a horrible time. We really would have, but time was of the essence, man. Time we've, only got, the we've only got nine months for... Uh, Sun and Moon get here. That's true. As for the Elite Four, I'll put it in these terms. I brought 64 restores. I have 57 of them left. I pretty much one-hit killed every Pokemon. I decked out and I came out with most of it. I, I... Like I said, this this also um, is helped by having Roost and Giga Drain, mm-hmm. which meant that Sunflora and Emolga didn't have to be healed right. at all. I think I think the thing I got through the most was full heals, just getting rid of the status effects. Uh-huh. That's about it, really. There wasn't really any big challenges. There was just little funny bits like, you know, catching Xerneas in one mm-hmm. try. Um, I think I got through all of Lysander's Pokemon with Krikatune, which is just funny. He was just a fucking troll, which I really <laughs> enjoyed. It's like, put it to sleep, Elbow Buff, drop your dreams, I go deep. <laughs> that was... I should have nicknamed him Bob Ross. That's what I should have nicknamed really him. You really should have. He was beautiful. Even Gardevoir, after Mega Evolution, I needed Mega Evolution actually because I had Garbodor out there. He'd taken a few hits, so his speed was through the roof. Um, she switched into Fairy, which obviously is um, weak against poison. One Sludge Bomb, and that bar could Damn! Have, one Sludge Bomb, and that bar could not have gone down quicker. Now, I showed you the video of me beating the Elite, elite Four. Oh, my Com- God, magical. Complete with inspirational soundtrack. <laughs> Cue the rocket. <laughs> Hearts on fire. It's beautiful. God of War caused me probably the most problems in the game. The biggest problem in the game was still my Pokemon not listening to me. I didn't have that. I don't know if I just I just leveled them slower or and what that means for the ending time. I don't know whether that helped or hindered me that I always had them under control. Mm. There was I don't I can't remember a battle where I was in trouble. I don't even think I lost a battle. Did you? Other than the Bidu. Did you intentionally go and fight? every trainer in the game I think I hit a good chunk but not all of them if what they were, areas if they were out of the way no, I, I stuck to the linear path of quickest route between this gym and the next one I, I didn't seek out trainers I just anything that was in my way and wouldn't require me to go far enough to get them I would fight so what areas did you skip if any I can't remember if it wasn't integral to if it wasn't between me and the next gym 
It wasn't done. See, here's where I think maybe I might have slipped in terms of time. Mm. Because there were areas in the game that I intentionally visited on the pretense of grabbing TMs to make my Pokemon as good as I want them to be. Right. This included going into Terminus Cave for a little bit. I say going into... Was that go- to get Brick Bread? That was to get Brick yeah, Bread, just to go up to the top. Mm. Um, this included going into the Lost Hotel. I went into there. Right. And also to the Sea Spirit's Den to fight a Sky Trainer. Just right. to get some XP. Okay. Um, but the actual basements levels, like down to Zygarde's chamber yes. in Terminus Cave, wasn't touched. Right. The south side of the Lost Hotel wasn't touched. Route 16, I believe, which is the one that links um, Kumarine... Not Kumarine. I'm not going to know the names of The Ice Town right. to Lumios. Yes. Untouched. Right. Didn't go there. Um, and that's about it, really. Okay, well, I'm guessing you had no problems with um, AZ at all. <clears throat> no, AZ was, was like... Oh, that's the other half of my video where I play some more inspirational music, which I'll show you after this show. Okay. Uh, I opened with Pokemon that had a distinct type disadvantage and fucking floored him. So Yeah, he, he, he had no chance. Well then, Maggle, I believe it is time. Yeah, we're 28 minutes in. I think, actually, I will say this before we reveal the time. I thought I was going to hate this, and I put it off for a while because I was planning. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. It, was, it wasn't nearly as torturous as it could have been. Yeah, I think it's really helped by the fact that X is just the easiest game to play. Yeah, by far and away. I think the, the thing with me, though, and it, it threw up a problem with X as a game, the amount of time you spend having your hand held at the start of the game, yeah. which is why we cut it out of our final time, is complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, and again, towards the end of the game, the amount of shit you have to go through just to get your final time is bullshit. Yes. Like, Here's a fucking montage of your Pokemon. I mean, I, I know that's in every game, but now you go and fight, now you have a parade, now you go and fight AZ. It was a bit torturous, Michael. It yes. was, but the journey is the most important thing, and I had a nice and journey. It's not the most important thing. Winning is the most important thing. True. Journey second. So we're now going to exchange. We've both got our times written on our phones. Yep. We're going to exchange, and then you're going to hear a yay from one of us and a boo from the other one. My heart is genuinely beating quite fast. Okay. Here we go. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Go. Ah! Yes! God damn it! 13 hours, 2 minutes! I did it! I did it! Jesus. Admittedly, it was close. It was closer than I expected to be, Michael. I thought you'd beat me. I, I thought, thought I had as well. Because you hadn't played forward, and I. Because I was quite like, I need to keep going back to the Pokemon. I'm trying to think where I managed to lose, and like, nearly 2 hours. And I have the proof. It's on my phone when you want to watch the video. Yeah, I'll, I'll beat it in 13 hours. Because you started minutes. at 30, 35 minutes and finished at 13. 13.37. I started at 50 minutes and finished at 15.42. Again, I have video proof of this. Um, that was close. You know what? I'm happy to lose. Good because, game, Good game. Because that was good. Admittedly, I'm going to throw Smeagol under the bus because God Killer was no fucking God Killer. No. He caused me a lot of problems. And like I said, Pokemon not listening to me elongated battles and I had some trouble with the champion right uh, and I these? think I really probably shouldn't have gone to the Sea Spirits Den and I probably really shouldn't have gone to the this first thing, half of the Lost I, Hotel I thought, unless it was absolutely necessary and I mean absolutely necessary I don't even have actually actually ended up getting Brick Break I may have actually done that in the post game I've played it a bit more since the finish on against Zygon and stuff but no I, I, I think I, some routes I forgot to bring repels as well which probably Contributed towards that. You know what? I don't think I use repels. Oh, I use them like a motherfucker. I was not having wild Pokemon. I may have used them, but I can't. I can't 
remember buying a lot of repels. When when I was training them up, when they were still level one babbies, yes. I didn't use repels. Right. When I was getting to the point where I was like, you are too powerful, you can't, you don't have enough badges to train me. I was like, okay, it's time for repels. I'm not bothering with this shit. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it was. When I was in, um, oh shit, what town is it with a second gym? I forget it. Anyway, on my way to, to Geosynge, mm-hmm. uh, I was just like... No, stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away. No, 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 no. Whew, Maggle. I didn't expect that. That was close, though. I thought, I thought if it's post 12 hours, I might be in trouble. But, uh, yeah. I kept it to bare minimum, nothing but the essentials, route one, straight. But listen, I did what I thought I was going to lose time on. The only thing I thought I was going to lose time on was my occasional habit of pausing to look up something, not realising I'm burning up time. Do you know what I did when I had to look up something? Save, turn it off. Save the game, turn it off, and come back to it when I'm ready. And That's then, a good idea. And then the second the game was on, I was like, right, go, go, go! Whereas I, I did just keep going back to the Pokemon Centre. I thought that was going to be a doom, because I would just, like, well, I'm in a bad shape. I'm near enough to the Pokemon Centre that it's not inconvenient for me to go back there. This is why I taught Smeagol Fly, so that I had that available. And I never used it. <laughs> I never used it. Smeagol was just the biggest... De- fuck you, Smeagol. You cost me that win. To be fair, fuck Spinder. Fucking spinner. <laughs> yeah. Deadly think... Bird was, was okay, And I feel bad for Lumois. Like, he tried. It did much better than I expected it to. But he didn't level as quick as everyone else. Because I don't think I ever really rotated it in it. Oh, do you know how long I had to keep everybody in their first evolution to get the moves I want? <laughs> I didn't evolve Diglett until he was level 42. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, that is the quickest path to Earthquake. And I'm taking it. I Where needed Earthquake. Oh, God. Right. Well, that was great. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it too. Right, well, next up, Maggle. Yes. Uh, we have a choice. We do have a choice. We can either go with the Nuzlocke challenge, or we can go with the Monotype challenge. I suggest, because I know that you you haven't had the time to get your Monotype ideas ready. Yeah, that's true. We go with the Nuzlocke challenge on X. N- Nuzlocke on X? Yes. Yeah, sure. Sounds fine. Because I've always wanted to do a Nuzlocke challenge. And I, I, I'm so worried about what's going to happen on that game. Just to explain for the uninitiated what the Nuzlocke challenge is, I have the list here somewhere. Also, I, I was, we were originally going to do Nuzlocke on uh, our respective first-gen games, which would have been uh, red and yellow. However, I actually will put my hands up and I'll say, I'm not going to be a cheap little bitch, Darren, because if I'd have done Nuzlocke on yellow, I would have cleared it. Right. Because on yellow you get given Pikachu, Charmander, Bulbasaur and Squirtle mm-hmm. in towns. It wouldn't have been fair. And I was going to do the Mew glitch. So, right. you know. Okay. That's no problem, Michael. Um We're going to hold fire on that one. For, it, it, we, we're probably going to update this when we get some news of some description from either Korokoro or elsewhere. Um, only three rules to the Nuzlocke challenge, but don't let that put you into a full sense of uh, security. Yep. Um, Rule number one, only the first Pokemon encountered on each route can be caught. Um, if you kill it, sucks to be you. Just to say, if we uh, encounter shiny Pokemon, we'll allow them to catch it. You just can't use it at all. Agreed. Um, plus, what this means is it's the first time you go onto the route. You can't leave the route and come back. So you have one chance to catch a Pokemon. Rule number two, if a Pokemon faints, they are dead and can't be used again. Again, if you want to hold on to them, put them in the box and never use them again. That's fine. Um, should all of your Pokemon this is like just an extenuation of that if all Pokemon die then of course you are and not like your six Pokemon Blacktail you've got six more ready to go 
if you fail, if you lose a match, you have to start again. And uh, number three, all Pokemon must have nicknames to ingratiate yourself more to them. I suggest, again, the winner will be the fastest time to beat the Pokemon League, but... Well, AZ. Uh, yeah, but there is a distinct possibility that we won't beat the Pokemon League. That's a point. I didn't think about that. So, it's then going to flip on its head. We're going to have to be truthful to each other and not just restart a game when we die and just carry on. At that point, it will be... We're going to have to figure out a way to determine it, but it's probably going to be if who has the most amount of badges at the time that they die. If you've made it all the way to the 7th badge and die, and I made it all the way to the 6th badge and die, you've done better than I have, and you've won. Yeah. If we're both on the 7th badge, it's how far in... Oh, actually, do, do you want to do survival Nuzlocke, then? As in, if you have all your team swept, hmm. that's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you black out, game over. Game over. You are done. Shit. Hardcore shit. Hardcore Nuzlocke. Mm. We'll throw, we could throw in the caveat that you're allowed one reese. If you haven't made to badge three and you die... Put it halfway, badge four. Okay, if you haven't made to badge four and you die, you're allowed another go round. Yeah. If you get badge four, that is your official time, no matter what's about to happen. Um... And yeah, if you, so if we're both on four badges, that might be a bit tricky. We may have to call it either a draw or see who. Well, if we're both on the same number of badges, we then do by time. Hmm? It'll be a time trial. If say if we if if I beat the Pokemon League and you don't, I've won. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you, if we both yeah. beat the Pokemon League, it's down to time. Yes. So hardcore Nuzlocke on X. Yes. Anything if we again if we're on the same amount of badges and we don't beat the Pokemon League and we die, we'll just say draw. We both did equally as well, because then we couldn't really say on the time, because you could just sit there for an hour and then save and say, I've, I've clocked more time than you, so, yeah. Unless we track how quick it takes us to beat the badges. Mm, that's, that's that seems a bit excessive. Yeah, if, we, if we get the same amount of Pokemon badges, we'll be like, which is unlikely, but just in case, we'll call it a flat draw. And that will be the Nuzlocke Challenge battle. Again, oh, just, to, just to check that all caveats have been addressed and all things have been unchecked, mm-hmm. uh, so... Your starter Pokemon is allowed to be part of your team. Yep. All Pokemon given to you in towns are allowed to be part of your team because they're technically they're the first Pokemon encountered in towns. As long as they are the first Pokemon you encounter in towns. So yes. Xerneas is on the table, is what I'm saying, because Xerneas is the first and only Pokemon you encounter in yeah. Team Flare HQ. You can have Xerneas. Xerneas is There's allowed. nothing against legendary Pokemon, so yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay. Oh, this is going to be painful. This is going to be horrible. See, I, I just know I'm going to have a bad time. I just know that I'm going to end up with a glass cannon. I'm going to get cocky. <laughs> no, no, Doug Trio, no, please, God, stop Oh, it. I don't have to rely on that team anymore. And then you get, yeah. then you get, but then, oh, but there will come a moment when you'll feel your arsehole go like this when you see the dready words "electrode use self destruct." <laughs> oh no! And you go, and it's literally the mushroom cloud. Of, no, <laughs> especially if it happens in a doubles battle. Oh my god, there's going to be some punching going on during this run. I am going to, I know for a fact I'm going to get apocalyptically angry at some point. Because we won't have the advantage of them being traded in Pokemon, so they won't level as quick. Oh my god, they won't. Well, this thing, again, we've got to strike the balance of we're going to have to grind some levels with weak ass opponents because otherwise we. You open yourself up to a lot of problems. I think it might actually be worth visiting Terminus Cave, Lost Hotel, Sea Spirits Den. In this run and running the yeah, gambit. but you then risk the fact that... 
Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. It's, it, you've got to... This is, and this is why we're doing challenge runs, Yay. Magal. Yay. Well, that means in the series, I am now 1-0 up. Yep. On the road to Viridian City. Um, on the way to Viridian City. City. Uh, <laughs> so, you can follow me on Twitter at the Guttridge. You can. I'm going to be soon writing for Fail ENT, Yay! and you should go and check out their 30 days of stuff. You should. Uh, we're about. Well, it's the, we're currently recording on the 24th, so we're 24 days into our 30 days of stuff. It's going great. Uh, just to let you know, uh, th- th- I don't. This is going to be on a different day from our last podcast. Admittedly, we have just recorded two podcasts in a row, but the piece that I'm most proud of uh, is exposing the bullshit behind the Ghostbusters reboot controversy. Uh, a really heavily researched piece. I really went in depth. It does get quite political, but if you enjoy anything about the uh, the sensitivities of filmmaking and the world of criticism today, I think you'll find it a really interesting read. Among the other 20-odd articles and soon-to-be 30 articles, videos, podcasts, anything else that we have up this month. So you should go to foundstainment.com. That's foundstainment.com to go and read that. And so much very more. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, and Minds, and Instagram using the uh, username FALENT. That's FALENT on all of those social networks. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I've got to cast them all. Well done, Darren. Thanks. And we'll see you in the next Thanks. episode. You will be calling me Pokemon Master if I win this team. No, I won't. I want you to know that. That's not happening. Or Professor Oak, who, as we know, is a smart fucking Don't know. guy, team. Dick Soap. Dixo? You're Dixo. <laughs> Dixo, good. Stop it, Michael. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Oh, yeah.